Hi guys, and welcome back to Real. Today I am here with the one and only Chloe Weinstein. Hey everyone. Also known as my sister. Um, you guys sent in so many questions to ask her, so I'm very excited. We also have a new audio set up today, and you are you guys in video form are currently being balanced. On a bottle of hairspray. On a bottle of hairspray. Yeah. I think um, my ears were hogged. Oh. Oh my god. Oh wow. So Did it help? Better. I feel like you're getting better. Chloe's been Ooh. ill. Like <coughs> guys, I'm really sorry. It's gonna happen. It's the coughing is gonna happen and I'm gonna and the coughing and the sniffling is gonna happen. I'm gonna try to cut out as much as we possibly can of that, but unfortunately Chloe has been sick for how long now? Like a month. Like literally a Not month. Like sick, but I just have a cough and like yeah. I'm so curious if anyone else has been having this and they put her on antibiotic and it's like not Everyone's having it. Pam keeps sending me these TikToks <laughs> of everybody has a cough, apparently. That just lasts for a month. That's crazy. But I don't know. If anyone's just, been having I'm the same it. thing yeah, at this it. point. Um, I, there's so many questions. I feel like I want to get right into it. Um, but first of all, for those who don't like know anything about you, who maybe just follow me, and I guess maybe, I, I don't know who would not know that I, I feel like if you follow me this closely, you would know I had a sister, but maybe just give a little rundown of like what college you go to, your age, your major, like those basic like little things. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Um, okay. So hi guys. My name is Chloe. I'm 20, turning 21 soon. Really excited. Yeah. Um, I go to Syracuse University. My major is public relations. Um, I like to bake. I like the beach. I like to tan. Um, I like to do my makeup. <laughs> Literally. Um, She's like, and, I like clothes. Yeah. That was a good intro. Yeah. She's a boyfriend. Um, and yeah, we're six years apart. We're like polar opposites, but also the same person. I'm sure you'll be able to tell from our mannerisms and stuff. People either see it right away or they're like, wait, I don't see it at all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you guys sent in so many questions for her um, regarding mental health and we'll definitely get into that stuff. But I wanted to start out with more, we're going to go into like mental stuff, but I wanted to start out with physical questions. So okay. this is going to be interesting. Um, <laughs> first of all, all of the physical questions had to do with like your looks. So we're going to go into, first of all, people wanted to know like basic stuff like your hair care routine um, and how you keep your hair healthy. So we're going to keep it light in the beginning and then we'll go into the more juicy stuff. Okay. So tell us about your hair care routine because I okay. actually want to know too. I actually just got my hair cut and they cut three inches. Um, but people always ask me for my hair care routine and guess what? What? I don't have one. Period. I literally don't. I, I use Moroccan oil, shampoo and conditioner. We're and big stands, by the way. That's it. That's it. I don't put in leave-in conditioner. I don't usually put anything in my hair except for like sometimes like a volumizing like texture spray. Um, yeah, or like some oil when it's like frizzy, but I, I don't do anything. Period. Um, people also wanted to know. These oh, are... you know what? Here, sorry, <laughs> my bad. Um, <laughs> no, tell us. Spill the tea. I have never gotten my hair colored, so that's why it's healthy because mm. I've never done anything to it. So. And I think by 20, a lot of people are getting their hair colored. Yeah, like most people I know have gotten their hair colored mm -hmm. at least once. So I, that's like a big factor. Yeah. 
and you have the perfect color. Like, you would never touch your color. I don't, yeah, I wouldn't. I, I, yeah. I yeah. People are always telling yeah. me to go brunette, and I'm like, I don't think you guys understand. Like, I am blonde. I'm supposed to be blonde, just how she's brunette and is supposed to be brunette. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I just would never touch my color, and I think the same for you. I need to, like, fix my posture a little bit. Yeah. Our dad's always yelling at her to, like, sit up. Um, the other question everyone had was about your boob job and, like, your boob job journey. Mm-hmm. So, again, getting into, like, kind of a brief – it doesn't need to be brief, actually. Yeah. But there was a lot of people who just had questions about, like, why did you make that decision and, like, what led up to that and what your experience was, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's something I've wanted for my entire life. And I know people are, like – how could you want that your entire life? Like, how mm. could you want boobs when you were a child? But I don't, I don't know why. It's weird. But when I grew up, when I was, I mean, when I was younger, I always wanted to grow up and, like, have boobs. Because I see all these, like, girls around me and I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I just, it's just something I wanted. Like, I just wanted, I was like, I can't wait to hit puberty and get boobs. And when I hit puberty, I did not get boobs, unfortunately. So it was just something that I wanted. And I was made fun of a lot for being flat. Um, which, like, I don't really care. Like, that's not why I did it. I did it because I wanted them. But it's just something I wanted. So um, after begging for my entire life, Pam finally said yes. Because it's be- it's become more popular. Like, a lot of people are getting it done. And I did research, and it was supposed to be, like, an easy recovery, an easy surgery. And so, yeah. And it was. Should I talk about, like, Yeah, yeah. I think people would be really curious to get into. And also, this isn't, like, when we talk about plastic surgery and stuff, it's not to influence people to get plastic surgery. It's to educate people so that if they are planning on getting something done, they have someone that's their age or that has a similar experience to, like, share with them. So you got to do what's right for you. Trends go in and out. Your body is, like, forever. So this is more so a topic of conversation just in case any of you guys out there have been thinking about it or are getting it done, um, to educate you, like, on the process. So, yeah. Um, well, first off, I didn't know any doctors, obviously, who, like, did it. My mom actually knew, like, one doctor that she just knew did it that was near me. And I just, like, had, um, I just, like, set my mind to him because, like, I didn't know anyone else. And I looked at his website and I'm like okay like he seems really good and I knew he was one of the top doctors for um, boobs so I booked a consultation with him and it took like months it took months to get into I think I booked it in like June and I didn't go until December um, for the consultation and um, when I was there I just like immediately like was like he's just seems he just seemed so like confident and like chill he just really like radiated like I've done this a thousand times before like this is gonna be easy like and I wanted that I wanted someone who like has done it a thousand times yeah could do it in his sleep with his eyes closed um and he just made me feel so comfortable and everyone in his office was nice and I just really liked his energy and I just set my mind to him and my mom was like no like you need to go like to other consultations (laughs) you can't just like go to one doctor and we don't even know anyone who's had surgery done by him like you don't know um but I was like no like I know that he is who I want to go to 
And I ended up, like, talking to someone. They, like, put me in contact with someone who had gotten their boobs done. And, like, she had nothing but good things to say about him. Mm. So that just, like, helped ease my, like, mom's mind about it. Um, So, yeah, I booked the surgery for May after all of that. Um, And, yeah, it was so easy. It was so easy. It was genuinely so easy. I was fine in three days, like, I, I wasn't even in pain. I wasn't really, I didn't get any bruising. I wasn't really swollen. Um, and yeah, I don't know. It was just, it was just an easy process. I was sore for two weeks, but it just felt like soreness. It wasn't pain. It just felt like a little tight and sore. Um, but yeah. What about like with the actual physical like results, like looking at them? Like what yeah. did you feel at first and how did it change over time? question um so I didn't know what size I wanted to get well I I mean I didn't know what size he was going to put in in me Uh, (laughs) (coughs) sorry guys Uh, (coughs) um basically I showed him pictures from his website or other people's websites like before and after photos of like what I wanted it to look like and he based it off of that the pictures I showed him were pretty natural because I didn't want to get anything too big and I'm like I don't know because I have a small body and I wanted it to I told him I wanted to be proportional um and I also didn't want my boobs to like sit up like hard Mm. rocks like I wanted them to set a little bit and like droop so that they felt more natural so that's like what we decided to go with um so he ended up doing 255 cc's in both and at first obviously they were super stiff they did not move and um, they sat a little bit more like hard rocks um but as time went on obviously they dropped and I've gotten used to them so to me they look like smaller than Mm. obviously they did at first and if I could go back I would get them bigger because like now that I'm used to them because they are proportional they are proportional but if I'm gonna get a boob job you want to be a little more extra if I'm gonna pay that money to get implants I might as well get a boob job and I never like that doesn't mean like still like ginormous but like I would have liked them to be a little bit bigger now that I've seen like them drop and like um but also another issue is the fact that my boobs are naturally so far apart mm-hmm. so if I did get them bigger I think they would still look like it's just how my boobs are. Like, yeah. if I had this size, but my boobs were just naturally closer together, they'd be able to push together. But they're so far apart that they can't. Yeah. But he couldn't, like, fix that. Right, because it's, like, the natural anatomy of your body. Yes. Like, yeah. and I have the and same told thing. told me. Yeah, sorry. No, I have. The, I was going to say I have the same thing. Like, my boobs set outward. Yeah. So like, when I lay down, when they, I like, lay go down, off the they sides. When I lay down, they completely go off the side. Yeah. And I've always had that, too. Yeah. I guess that's just a yeah. us Which thing. Which is unfortunate. Um, but, yeah. And also, we've been having this discussion lately about, I don't think I would ever do it, but I've been complaining to Chloe that my boobs are saggy, and I don't know if it's because even more so now I'm, like, around you, so I'm used to seeing, like, really upright, like, boob job boobs, but I'm, like, oh, like, mine feels so saggy because I feel like they, like, kind of project, like, downward, and I also have been a girl that, like, my mom yells at me because my whole life I've worn... I don't wear padded bras. I wear bralettes because comfort, duh. Um, But it is, I mean, I don't know. Like maybe they they were always going to be this way. Mm -hmm. I don't know. 
Like, they could have always just ended up sagging. But I think it would be interesting to, like, hear what someone had to say about getting um, a lift. But also, I don't think I would actually ever go through with it because I don't think I'm that passionate about it. Yeah. Like, I don't think I really care that much. Yeah. But it's just sometimes it bothers me. Yeah. But I feel like that's just, like, a normal insecurity thing that I can get over. Yeah. Not, like, a I'm dying over it kind of situation. Yeah. Um... Anyways, yeah. So that's your boob job situation. Mm-hmm. And now, but for the most part, do you feel confident and good about them? Yeah, like, I do. I mean, obviously much better than I did before. Yeah. But I don't know. It's like, it's, I don't always feel like confident because when I put on a bikini, like they don't sit the way I want them to. But that's not his fault. Like he did what I asked for. Mm-hmm. But like I didn't like, I don't know. I think because I I wish they like did sit more up and like together and like, but that's I don't know. Just, like my I also think you're like a ultra perfectionist, and when I look at them, they look like, perfect. And like I would never have gone bigger if I were you because you're so small, and then it looks so fake. Like you don't want to look like. I mean, Chloe likes that look. I just don't like the fakey kind of like, like I don't like the big lip, big boob, plastic surgery yeah. kind of look. Like I just don't think it's. That cute. Yeah. I want to go into college stuff because there have been so many questions about getting into school and um, just the college process and how you chose your major and internships and, like, all that stuff. Like, literally, I feel like this is going to be a really long episode because <laughs> there's, like, so much stuff to talk about. Um, but what was – first of all, I know there's so many people that have been applying to colleges and, like, not getting into their top choice. And can you talk a little bit about – your experience with that. Mm-hmm. I actually have a funny story, too. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, well, basically, I'm sure everybody knows that my dream school was Miami because I love Florida. If I could live here, I would. I want to raise my children here. Um, I just love Florida when I'm here. I'm just happy. And Miami was the only school in Florida that I liked. Um, and I visited. I just was totally like, wow, this is so me, like, palm tree like this it was just perfect like it was my dream school and I know that it was hard to get into and I had great grades like my grades were great I didn't have that many extracurriculars and um my test scores weren't great because I'm not a good test taker so I didn't submit those um so unfortunately I did not get in I don't like I don't know why like what was their reasoning for not letting me in. Um, (laughs) But, well, actually, so in, this is just like a little funny story, but I got the application, I mean, I got the, um, the letter or whatever when I was in the middle of my science class, and I was like, oh my god, like, I, like, I guess I, like, shrieked or something or said something, my teacher's like, what? And I'm like, I just, like, got my letter from Miami. like, I I have to open it, like, whatever. So he was like, oh, like, like, go outside and open it. So I, opened it obviously I didn't get in so that was really awkward um and then I come back in and, and he's like so and I'm yeah. like I didn't get in yeah um, were you crying like I don't know if I was crying in that moment I was more like like my just like stomach dropped mm-hmm. and I I videoed it and I, I don't know I don't have the video anymore I wish I did but That's I so videoed awkward. it on my computer and I'm like it was just... You're like, all right. I was fine. like, close the computer. Um, no, yeah, it was really awkward. But looking back, 
Okay, well, it's a, but it, this is such a complicated and long story. Yeah. So I wanted to go to Miami, but after I applied, I was like, wait, did I? Yeah, I was like, wait, I low-key want to go to Syracuse. You know. You, no, what was When the, you got into Syracuse, you weren't even happy that much. But you were like, oh my God, I can't believe. Because you had applied. Okay, okay, wait, yeah. Say that part. You had applied to Syracuse also. No, I applied, you applied after. Once, okay, so I only applied to three schools, two schools. I applied to New Miami, Delaware, and College of Charleston. And that was it. Mm, right, right, right. And once I didn't get in to, I got into the rest, but I didn't get into, and I got like scholarships for Delaware and College of Charleston, but I didn't get into Miami and that was, I did ED1 there. So I was like, well, shit, like I need to probably apply to another school because yeah. I don't want to go to Delaware or College of Charleston. Yeah. Um, and so I, my parents like convinced me to do ED2 to Syracuse because they just thought it was into Newhouse. Like they thought I would like it. And I didn't know what Newhouse was, but like they knew what it was. Yeah. And it, it, they knew that it was like, it's a really it's a prestigious yeah. communication school in the country basically. Um, and actually a lot of my friends were like, you're not, or, there was one friend that told me that I would not get into Newhouse. Um, so I applied and once I applied, I'm like, I really, like, I did not want to go there. I like really did not want to go there. Um, but then once I got in, I don't even remember like how my mind just like kept changing and I wasn't really happy about, I wasn't happy about college in general. Yeah. Honestly, I just didn't want to go anywhere. I just didn't see myself anywhere. Yeah. Um, which is so interesting and I feel like that's not talked about enough. Like, you weren't enthusiastic. I wasn't ready. You I was, ready. Everybody was like, oh my god, I can't wait. And I'm like, I literally don't, like, want to go. Like, I don't. Like, I hate change. So that was, like, Yeah. But I also, like, have, like, matured so much in the time, like, the summer going up into it. Mm-hmm. And, like, everything just, like, changed. But obviously now that I'm at Syracuse, I love it so much. Like, the school is perfect. Um... And, like, I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. I think if I went to Miami, I would be miserable. So, yeah. I mean, like, everything happens for a reason, like, obviously. Um, and, I mean, like, not to, like, the communication school is better at Syracuse yeah. than in Miami. Anyway. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> but, yeah. It is so true. And, like, you, and it's, it's great. you thrive at Syracuse. Like, I do. It literally is so crazy how once you're somewhere. And, yeah, I could picture you at Miami, but seeing you at Syracuse and seeing your friends and your sorority and, like, all of that stuff, I'm, like, it's so weird to even think that you could have gone somewhere else. Yeah. Like, it really does happen for a reason. Like, things really do fall into place. And getting to college, do you remember, like, struggling in the beginning? Do you remember? Yeah, 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 yeah. The first, like, the first few weeks I was, like, like, I – my high school did not prepare me for this at all. Like, in my high school, we had, um, like, a website where, like, the teachers would post the homework assignments for you on the calendar. So I never had to, like, work anything down. And in college, it's so different. Like, you need to, like, go in your syllabus and, like, find your assignments, yeah. find when they're due, write them down. And I could not keep up with that. I was, like, really overwhelmed and stressed out. And it just took me a while to, like, get into the new routine. But once I did, it was, like, great. It just mm-hmm. took, like, getting used to. Mm-hmm. What were some of the things that, like, you did to, like, help yourself get used to it? Like, do you remember, like, well, anything? Well, one, Kim. Okay, yeah, you have to shout out Kim. Um, Kim. Kim is my savior, my, 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 yeah, I just love her. She's, like, my school mom, we call her. 
Um, basically, she's like an organizational like. She just helps students. She helps tutor students. She she's just the best person ever. And she helped me like start getting organized and like, um, like. She just like knows everything. She just yeah. knows everything. She'll help like, you with like if you need help with assignments she, or she just literally can do anything. Like knows everything. Like she's just the best person in the world. Um, so I think I like met with her. I got like a planner. I started writing down my assignments, and then she would help me with the assignments, and it just like made my life easier. I honestly wish that I had that in college. Chloe went to a private school, and I think like they were very coddled. And I went to a public school growing up, and I don't think we were as coddled. Like no. we kind of were like on our own with assignments and stuff. So I actually felt better prepared going to college. Like I didn't feel overwhelmed. Yeah, she's just a better student than me. At the end of the day, like Chloe like prepares for assignments and like studies for tests and like she's more of like the overachiever when it comes to school stuff I like was never I was always like not really yeah I'm I was just good at bullshitting things no see I felt like I was actually good at bullshitting I'm things. really good at bullshitting things I, but you're like actually smart like school smart and like you try like I would I was the type of student that I would like walk into the class five minutes early and look at the person next to me and be like did you do the homework assignment last night and can I copy it off of you and then turn it in <laughs> Like, I was that bitch. Not as much like, in college. I don't college, do any of the readings but... in college. Like, when we're supposed to do readings yeah, no. or whatever, I never do that. I, I just, yeah. basically, I'm just really good at bullshitting, okay? And that's all you need to know. Period. I was the same way. I think but, in college, a lot of it is bullshitting. But no, I do do great on my assignment. I like, I literally have all A's. I just got all A's. Like, I'm going to make Dean's list again. Um, that's my queen. Like, I don't know how it happens. It's just like... <laughs> you're like it's like my bullshitting <laughs> but no yeah I do do really well so a couple other things about college because we have to um one I guess well with your major that kind of fell into place because Newhouse you always knew you wanted to do kind of communications right no I literally didn't know what I wanted to do at all Larry told me I was doing communication so I was like okay like if that's what I'll do I guess but how do you feel about it now? But, it, I mean, yeah, I had no idea about yeah. major. I didn't even know. I knew literally nothing. Like, yeah. I actually knew nothing. Mm. I didn't know any. Like, I, I really didn't know anything. So he said, like, communications because you're into this media stuff and I think it'll be good for you. So he had me. I came in undecided. And then I did advertising pretty much. Like, the first week we got there, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to do advertising because he told me that... Well, because it was I did advertising She did advertising, and my dad was like, that's... Yeah, because Chloe does social media like me, it made sense that, like, at least to start out, she would do advertising considering that's the closest thing to social media. And, like, I think people always assumed... We thought it was the closest thing to yeah, social media. Yeah, yeah. And, and also, I think everyone just assumed that Chloe would just want to pursue social media full-time, like, yeah. after college. Like, no one... Since she didn't know, that was the closest thing that, like, made sense. Yeah. But since then... I... So, I think I did advertising for, um... Like, I switched to advertising, but I didn't do an advertising class until, I think, my sophomore year, first semester. So, I switched... After my first advertising class, I switched. Because I was like, I hate this. <laughs> I literally hate advertising. This is not me. Um, so I switched to public relations because I didn't really realize what PR was. And once I learned about what PR was in my other classes, I was like, oh, like that's what I want to do. Like I thought that's what I would be doing. I didn't realize that that was like P 
PR. Like, I didn't realize what anything was. Mm-hmm. Um, so I switched to PR, and that's, like, more social media. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Um, and then for internships as well, like, what made you – how did you go about, like, where do I work? Like, where do I intern? Um, well, I had my lovely sister help me out because I, I had no idea any places, like – I don't know how, like, my friends knew of all these places, but I just, I don't know. I guess I'm just, like, I don't know. I just didn't really know. Um, Basically, she knew someone who um, works at a brand management company, um, a really big one in the city, like, a great one. And so I was like, okay, like, I'll reach out to the, the person that she knows and see. Like, I was, like, skeptical because I had never done anything like that before, and I have really bad anxiety. And going into the city and doing this, like, thing by myself every day is just, like, that's a big step for me. Because I'm such a, like, I don't know. I'm Homebody, not used to change. Yeah, like, I, I don't know. But um, after, like, I did, like, two interviews. I got the internship. And I did it last summer. And it was great. I loved it. Um, and I, if I, I'm going to apply there again to work there this summer. So. And I just think you don't know what you like until you find what you don't like too. And, and I did marketing there. I yeah. did social media marketing, yeah. integrated marketing. But it was a lot of like PR, like they have a PR department there, but that it was a little bit, I liked what I did. Mm-hmm. I ran social media, I helped to run social media accounts. I filmed behind the scenes videos during like photo shoots. I made TikToks for the um, TikTok accounts of different company, different brands. Yeah. Um, I made PR packages up. I um, helped with like they do different like PR events, um, and like the integrated marketing team like handled that. So mm-hmm. yeah, and I yeah I think it was a really great internship just from someone who has had a lot of internships before in the city. Like during college, a lot of the stuff is bitch work, and I feel like they really were having you do like important things and like giving you good responsibilities especially like Chloe would send me like TikToks that they were posting to the account and it's like rewarding when you're like an intern and you actually get to see your work like on the actual accounts like you're like okay I feel like I'm actually part of this company and I like did something and I can see the direct result of it um so and I'm glad that you're going after it next summer yeah but I and I also think the lesson is like you don't need to know what you want to do I feel like there's always this like not a stigma, but, like, this idea that everyone has to know what they want to do. And, like, Chloe's a prime example of just a normal person at your age. Like, people usually aren't used to change. Like, you're like a lot of people. I think you have anxiety. You're not used to change. You don't know what you want to do. Like, that's normal. Like, that's being in your teens and then 20. Like, that's how most people are. So I think it's just reassuring to know that, like, you just have to go with the flow sometimes, even when it's scary. Like, you just see what opportunities present themselves to you and you take advantage of it and if you don't like it then that gets you one step closer to doing what you actually want to do and if you do like it again that takes you one step closer to doing it um so I think that's incredible when it comes to uh, there's like one other thing with college I want to talk about um and that's like sorority stuff what was like the rush process like at Syracuse like I think there's a lot of people that probably want to know um and just yeah, I mean, obviously, I know firsthand from her, like, texting me and calling me every day, like, during it. But for you, like, what what did you know going in? And what was the process like? And how do you feel now? 
Um, so I knew absolutely nothing once again. <laughs> I literally didn't even know what sororities they had. I didn't know what each of them were. I, I didn't know, like, I didn't, I literally did not know anything about Greek life at Syracuse. And also, I'm sorry I'm interrupting for one second to say, it's not to say that nobody in our family prepared her. We would, like, beg her to, like, we would every I single... I kind of tuned everyone out yeah, a little bit. every single day when it comes to career, like, at literally college, sorority, everything. Like, we'd be like, every day, Chloe, let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. I can't talk about it. I don't want to talk about yeah. it. Like, she just was on her own path and, like, had to had to get there and figure it out as she went. So, I don't want anyone being like, why didn't you prepare... I tried, Guys, babe. I know stuff. <laughs> Don't worry. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so I, but <laughs> Greek life, I did not know. Um, and all my friends knew, because I guess all my friends had their minds, like, set on going to Syracuse. Like, they grew up wanting to go to Syracuse. They knew everything. So they knew what the sororities were like. They knew which ones were the best and whatever. They knew which ones they wanted to be in already. And I literally, I swear to God, I did not know anything. Um, so I literally went into the process with an open mind. Like, I, I didn't know. I There were, like, a few that I did learn to know that, like, I wanted, I, those were ones that I did, were interested in. Um, and, I mean, yeah, the process is very competitive, and I, once again, have the worst anxiety. I have such bad social anxiety. I'm not good at talking to people. I blank out all of the time. Talking to people I don't know, I just blank out. Like, I literally, my mind... You forget what you say. My yeah. mind goes blank. And yeah. I'm like, uh, like, I freeze. I actually freeze. Um, so I was like, well, this isn't going to go too well because mm. I have to talk to a lot of people that I don't know. <laughs> um, but it went, it actually went great and it was fun and... Um, I mean, it was, it's like on the other, the people that are rushing, it was on them to like keep the conversation going and it it always did. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'm in the sorority that I chose, like the one that I picked, I got in. Um, there's a lot of things I could talk about, but I can't talk about until I graduate. Mm. So stay tuned for a part two because we, (laughs) we can get in. Um, I would love a episode of exposing. Oh my God, I can't wait. Um, but yeah, and I actually was one of the recruitment chairs last year for my sorority, so I planned everything for recruitment. There was like a team of us, but we, we planned everything, recruitment, like everything, like the decorations and literally the entire process, and that was so fun. It was so much, but it was so fun. Yeah, I've never seen you And then I had to rush people. I did, I knew that I didn't want to rush that much because I just didn't want to talk to a lot of people because that's just not... I was busy anyways. Like, I planned the entire thing. I felt yeah. like I didn't need to do that. Yeah. So I just talked to a few people. Um, but, yeah, no, it was it was good. It went well. And I feel like you have so many, like, good friends. I've gotten to visit her and visit the house. I lived in the house for this past semester. Yeah. And, yeah. What was your experience living in the house? It was it was fine. <laughs> I wish I lived in an apartment. I mean, no. It was a, it was a good experience. Like, I'm glad that I did it. Um... But I was in a triple because the um, my roommate. So I was supposed to live with my friend, with my best friend Chloe, um, but we were both on G board, and exec gets first pick of what rooms they get to be in. So we happened to fall last because everybody else had at least one other person they were rooming with that was on exec mm. because exec lives in the house. You're 
sophomores live in the house and juniors live in the house, but it's um, exec juniors that live in the house. And, and then my friend, my best friend Jordan, decided she wanted to live in the house. And this was already after, like, room assignments were done and everything. Um, so then they had to switch them up. So then we ended up being in a triple, and I love, like, I, they're my best friends. I love them, but I'm not a good, like, roommate person. Like, I need quiet time. I <laughs> Me need, too. Like, I just need my own private space, and it wasn't, like, it was just the fact that I lived in a triple. Mm-hmm. But it was great, to, like, because you can go in the house and go wherever you want, mm-hmm. like, in the living room and be on the couch. It was, um, but yeah, I don't know. I was going to say, um. But I didn't have my own bathroom, so. Obviously, that's yeah, that's true. We're both like very like um, what is it like introverted extrovert or extroverted introverts? Like we both like need our time to recharge. Like we we like need. When I come back from class, I, want I don't want to silence. Speak. I do not want to talk to anyone. I want to take a nap. And my roommates are very like want to talk all the Chit-chat. time. Chit like, chat. I also go to bed early, or I don't go to bed early, but I get into bed early. Yeah. And I just want silence. I want the lights off, and my roommates will be like showering at 11 30 and I'm like I literally cannot do this <laughs> yeah I feel that honestly like, I just need my ugh, yeah that's how I am too and I'm so glad now that I live by myself like it's so nice to live by yourself yeah it gets like it I don't know I it's I never liked living with other people like in college like it's I always wanted to just tune everyone else out yeah um what are some of like the People wanted to know, I'm, I'm like looking at questions from people, they wanted to know your like pros and cons of Syracuse slash like your your favorite and least favorite things about Syracuse. Um, I would say, okay, I don't know if this is like a pro or, I guess it was a, a con would be like the weather, but the weather is honestly not that bad at all. Like, I did not want to go there be, mostly because of the weather, but it's really similar to how the weather is at my, like where I live at home. And um, in the spring and in the fall, it's so warm. It, like, gets hot and sunny, and it's so beautiful around Syracuse, honestly. Like, um, The campus is beautiful. It is. And there's so much around Syracuse. Like, we drive to go to, like, Starbucks and whatever, and there's, like, big shopping strips that just, like, remind me of home. Um, and there's, like, really nice areas around there. So I would say a pro is, like, Syracuse is not in the middle of nowhere. Like, there is stuff everywhere. So that's, like, I didn't want a school that was, like, drop in the middle of nowhere. Like, to Indiana? Drive, like, an hour to go to, like, there is modern, built-up stuff around, like, like, ten minutes away. Um, so that's a pro. Con, I guess, would be, the like, the winter weather, because when it gets, it gets cold, but it's really not too bad. Um, a pro is, I feel like the size is so great, because I feel like I know, like, a lot of people like everybody kind of knows each other and you kind of have like a I don't know I I just like I like the size and the campus I like the size of the campus too because mm. like the farthest I'll ever walk is like probably like 10 minutes like that's crazy too and like I, my walks to class are like six five six minutes like that's it's really crazy. not bad at all we're gonna go into some mental health stuff now um obviously like I've been open about, like, my anxiety and stuff. I feel like you've been pretty open in your platform about, like, anxiety and, like, whatever. Um, Can you talk about, like, what mental health-wise you struggle with? I know you just mentioned kind of, like, anxiety and social anxiety, but, like, your history with it and, like, how it's affected you and, and, like, how... Yeah, I know. Can we sit back? Let's let's sit back, Joe. Can you talk about, like, first of all, like, growing up 
like learning about what you were struggling with and dealing with it and then we'll get into like how you deal with it now um so my anxiety started when I was in fifth grade and I was just like getting these weird like feelings and like symptoms that I'd never had before um so like I went to a lot of doctors and everybody like I did like neurological tests I did an EKG I did like a bunch of different like evaluations and everything was normal um and until like we found out that I had anxiety and panic disorder because I was having a lot of panic attacks and I missed a lot of school in fifth grade um because my anxiety was so bad I literally could not be in public like I I couldn't go to school so I started on anxiety medicine literally in fifth grade when I was like 10 I guess and um what else it took like I feel like you didn't just start and then it got better like it no yeah it took it, it took a lot of like trying different things and trying different medicines until like I found one that worked for me but I've also changed medicine a lot since then um but yeah it was definitely like and I also remember like for my bat mitzvah I was still struggling with bad anxiety and I I wanted to find a medicine like we worked so hard to find a medicine so that I would be fine for my bat mitzvah like that was like the most important thing to me like um yeah I don't know I yeah a, a lot of I feel like your childhood was a lot of trying to figure out what was working for you medication wise and also just there was a lot of therapy and a lot of like I don't even know what you were doing like not like CBT yeah I was but doing like, therapy but it like it didn't work like it didn't do anything like that's not gonna change like my anxiety symptom like yeah because it didn't do anything it's like, the chemicals in your brain and it was the same exact thing for me like when she said like I was having physical symptoms that's how mine started too yeah. and that's when it becomes unbearable it's when can you talk about the conversion disorder what's that that was when you couldn't feel your legs yeah but that wasn't like that was a big big part that was one of my that was my main symptom of of anxiety was like I couldn't feel my legs I couldn't feel my body which it was I've become aware that it's depersonalization derealization yeah and that is my main anxiety symptom depersonalization derealization can you explain what that where I feel like I am not I feel like I'm in a dream. I feel like everything around me is fake. I feel like I'm not actually here. I feel like I'm not in my body. Like, sometimes when I'm, like, at dinner and I'm having anxiety, like, I'll chew and I, like, I can't feel my mouth. Like, even talking about it now, like, I feel yeah, like I can't. Yeah. Like, it just happens. It's tri- it gets triggering. Yeah. Um. So, like, sometimes when I'm walking, I, c- I feel like I can't feel my legs. Like, that's, like, one of the main, like, symptoms mm-hmm. that I get. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when I was younger, not on medicine, I would have these panic attacks where... Like, I would get this feeling and everything around me would just, like, go in slow motion and, like, muffled, like, voices and, like, it, like, I would just literally curl up in a ball and, like, rock back and forth and, like, I could not move. Like, it was, like, my, I had to be carried out of whatever room I was in. I remember at a bat mitzvah, or at a bar mitzvah, I had a panic attack and I had to have my friend carry me to the bathroom. I hid under the bathroom sink. I rocked back and forth. Um... And, yeah, I don't – it was bad. No, it, like – And I haven't really had – I haven't had one of those since being on medicine. Yeah. But I still get depersonalization, derealization, like, often. Yeah. And it's it's actually come back recently mm. because I'm going abroad and, it, like, 
yeah, I don't know. Life events trigger it. And that's just the part of anxiety that, like, it, it's hard because I think it's less talking about, um, like, a, a, a permanent treatment and more talking about how you can, like, cope with it day to day and how you can make it better because anxiety is a roller coaster and mental health is a roller coaster. Like, both of us go through phases where we're, like, for me, a lot of the time it's, like, more depression and anxiety where I'm, like, really struggling and there needs to be, like, either a lifestyle change or a medication change and it always has to do with, like, something happening in our life that's that's change. So there, things trigger it and it usually gets better, but you have to kind of make adjustments accordingly um when those things do happen so so yeah now I'm wondering with with abroad coming up like how are you coping with the anxiety my anxiety I like for a while it was great I like really wasn't really having anxiety ever only like once in a while in like a big crowd or something and now it's it's like come back honestly a lot of my anxiety has come back I've been having really bad anxiety when I'm out in public, in restaurants, I've been having a lot of depersonalization, derealization. And I'm just assuming that it's because I'm going abroad and I'm doing this whole life change and it's like... And it's scary. Yeah. Like, I personally don't feel, like, nervous, but, like, my body just, like, says otherwise. Yeah. that's Well, that's how anxiety is. Like, it's like, you... That's the problem, I think, with a lot of people. They're, like, just, like... Don't worry. Here's all of the things that we can rationalize. Anxiety isn't rational. Like, there's nothing rational about it. It's just your body having a reaction to whatever's happening. Mentally, you can say all the rational things that you want, but at the end of the day, like, your body just reacts how it reacts. Um, and I think that's one of the biggest misconceptions, maybe, with anxiety. Um, but usually, we can find the root of it because since for both of us I'm, – I'm speaking for both of us, but you can tell me if I'm wrong. Since we have treated ourselves with medication – baseline it's better like we're not just getting random symptoms yeah but now like it's I can like function day to day yeah but it'll still happen here and there but things will you'll have flare-ups when certain things in yeah. life happen which is is also normal and part of life and part of coping with it but we will say like as a family like we've been so proud of her for because you've like literally lived like I'm like talking about she's lived a full life like no but it's like from a person who couldn't couldn't go to school it was really bad like it was bad and I've done a lot and I've pushed through and done a lot of things that I would have never done like even going abroad going to college yeah like doing the dance competition like there's a lot that I've done that I'm also like proud of myself yeah because it's like in that moment you're like how are things ever going to get better or how am I ever going to get better because it's like so rock bottom in that moment you don't think you have potential to like get better but then things just do like you just work through them and they do yeah do you have any advice for anyone that's like struggling really bad with anxiety right now um and maybe they're like they're trying to seek help or they're having difficulties finding the right medication just someone who's just struggling and going through it I think that I mean I'm always going to be like a a fan of medication because I without it like I literally wouldn't be able to function same um I definitely think medicine is a great option and it just takes a a little while to find out what works for you but eventually you will find something that works for you even if you like you don't feel like it like you will get better like you will find the right thing for you Mm -hmm. um and like I've I've been through a ton of different medications like I've have had setbacks multiple times where my anxiety just came back and my medicine stopped working and I had to switch but eventually like you'll find the right 
medicine that works for you and everything like gets better yeah and as you get older you just as like the longer you live like having anxiety the more you're just like you get used to it and like when I have anxiety like before when I was younger I used to like freak out when I'm having like these symptoms because like I didn't fully know what they were if it was gonna hurt me like but now that I've lived with it my entire life like I know what it is I know that it's not gonna hurt me so it's just easier for me to like be like you're fine like everything's fine like a big thing for me is I have to distract myself when I'm having these like things um that always like helps me like Mm -hmm. if I have like my friends distract me or something yeah yeah I just think like you you have to find what works for you and it's so true with like as you get older you really learn to cope with it. Like, you're, it's more just like, okay, I know what this is now, so it's not scary. Because yeah. when you have anxiety when you're younger, you you legitimately think you're dying. Yeah. Like, I would always think I was dying. Yeah. I, I've been in the hospital for it before. Um, and you, like, literally, like, you're like, am I having a heart attack? Like, it, what is it? Um, so, yeah, once you learn, like, what these symptoms are and they're familiar to you, you're it's easier to, like, cope with it and talk yourself down. We're doing a couple fun, like, rapid-fire questions. Okay. What's one, like, beauty trend you love and one beauty trend you hate? Or a beauty product you love and beauty product you hate? <laughs> All right, what's I your favorite always, beauty product? Um, I love the Tower. No, oh, okay, my favorite product is the Summer Fridays lip balm. Okay. I put that on every two minutes. Um, what's a product that you hated when you tried it? Uh, D, okay, D I, actually, I actually recently tried the Hourglass um, skin tint, and it totally made all my makeup pill Ew. and it got patchy and I returned it oh okay so. hate that yeah. um who are your favorite influencers <sighs> oh, I'd have to like look at my phone look at your phone like I don't know I mean like I like Alex Earl just because she, she just has entertaining videos like I genuinely will go to her profile to watch her videos to be honest I don't really have like a favorite influencer I'm not like who are people you follow I, I follow like um um I like Samantha Nicole she does like a lot of like makeup videos oh I'm friends with her yeah she, I like her oh I like God. that kind of vibe like um like her and her fr- like her friend group you know what I mean mm-hmm. like um who are the other girls I know like all Riley of them. Sorage oh well I don't know um, I like this girl, Liv Manny. Wait, I love her too. She's so does, sweet. like, skincare videos, like, really aesthetic ones. Um, Olivia Chatfield. So you like a kind of, like, I, I don't know, like I like girls, aesthetic. like, Olivia Masucci, like, more just, like, makeup, like, aesthetic. Okay. Like, I like, like, I follow, like, a lot of those kinds of people. Love that. Like, Azaria. Um, yeah. Okay. That love. Vibe. Um, yeah. where do you get your going out tops? Oh, so many places. Um, okay, we have, well, like, Princess Polly, White Fox. I love White Fox, honestly. Um, Motel Rocks. Um, um, Outcast. Meshki. Um, Glassens. Garage. Urban. Tiger Mist. Uh, I don't know all the basic places. Like I'm, I'm basic guys. Like it's just, okay. it's just how it is. Love that. That's not even basic. Um, this one's the funniest question. Drop the workout routine. Oh my god, guys! 
Uh, yeah, I don't work out. <laughs> um, she's an actual no, yeah. I'm really way. lazy and I don't have motivation to work out. So, yeah. All of our worst nightmare, literally. We're out here grinding. Yeah. Um, favorite place to visit? Florida. Okay. I love Florida. Do you have like a favorite vacation spot that's like outside of Florida? Like a favorite um, place you've seen? Turkish and Caicos. Obviously. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Um... Best tip for taking Soleil photos? Well, be hot. It's a great question. You need good lighting. Like, it's, like, the lighting is really... I mean, like, there are some people that can look good in literally any single, like, any lighting. Like but who? I only look good in, like, certain lightings. Like, it needs to be very specific. Like, I know what lighting I look good in. Mm. And so I have to, like, make sure that. And I know what angles yeah, I, was gonna I say. like. Like, there are angles that literally make my head look so, like, you got to find your angles. You got to find what, you have to find, like, what side you like better. Like, I don't know. Everybody has, like, a side that they yeah. like better. Yeah. I feel like I'm, like, a mannequin with my photos. Like, I know exactly what side and what angle. And, no, like, yeah. Literally, I was taking pictures yesterday, and I kept finding myself turning to this side and being like, stop. I only do stop. this side. Yeah. Only this side. Which she, by the way, you're welcome. She made me sit on my bounce side, which yeah. is this side. I can I, like, I can't, I can't turn that way. I feel like no one else, or maybe other people do that notice that, that it's my bad. Like, I don't know if people notice that stuff. Like, do other people notice, do you notice that I have a good side and a bad side? No. Really? Not at all, yeah. That, like, makes me feel crazy. Because you have a slope nose, so it will look good from any side. No, I don't have a slope from but, the side. Yes, you do. Really? You have a slope from the side. I feel like this side has a slope, but this side doesn't. That's the thing with mine. This side, from this angle, has more of a slope. This, The other side is like a parakeet. That's why I will not be pictured on that side. Thank you so much. <laughs> I just don't feel that way at all. Um, tips for getting a boyfriend. Asking for a friend myself. Just kidding. No. Tips for a, a quick tip to being happy in your relationship. Um, you have to just like do things. You have to just like do fun things all the time. Like you always have to like do new activities and go places and like just do fun things to keep it like exciting and silly and goofy and yeah. I love that. Um, okay, where? Thank you so much for coming on the pod, yeah, of course. my dear sister who hates physical touch from me but loves it from everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone else? Um, where can everyone find you? Plug um, yourself. Follow me on Instagram at Chloe Weinstein with two N's and on TikTok Chloe Weinstein. And come and hype me up. Come and hype me up. Make sure if you guys aren't already, subscribe to my YouTube channel. Um, give me a rating and review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And <laughs> what? Um, I love you guys so much. And thank you, Chloe. And we will see you in the next episode. What, what was that? that? What a wonderful.